0: Welcome to Mixed Company. Bringing the siloed and uncomfortable conversation we have with our friends to the forefront so everyone can participate in the conversation.
1: We say all the things you never would in Mixed Company. Welcome to Mixed Company.
0: (laughs) All right. um, So... (laughs) This show is gonna be some shit. It's gonna be great. <laughs> in like the best way possible, but like it really is. So, welcome back to episode, whatever the fuck. 56. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, Are we 60 yet? No, nah, no we're like not a, 60 yet. Soon okay, come. Um, <laughs> welcome back to episode 56, Mixed Company. Um, Yay. There's so much just happening in like culture and advertising and the world and our lives. So, Today's episode, though, we have like a surprise guest, and uh, this is this is so special to us because we've been trying to do some form of mashup show, mm-hmm. some form of let's get in the studio together. We was trying to make it like a 1999 hip hop mixtape, and like we finally get the opportunity to do something like that. We got a guest feature. This is like having Offset on your record right now. <laughs>
2: Praise God. This is basically like like getting a
0: feature from Offset. Today, joining us, we have Sharina Chandler from the amazing Borrowed Interest Crew Tribe. (laughs) Folks <laughs> and them family, and them. family, yeah, yeah, internet cousins, internet cousins, internet like cousins. we literally been saying that, mm-hmm. and like we went out yesterday for brunch and kicked it and yeah. got had a black real drunk, time. and then and then made it to dinner, like we ate twice. <laughs> I know. We basically oh, shared oh, two family dates. We, did. we turned it was up. Dude. A good time. Good yeah. time. Was so was welcome, Sharina. Was so excited thank to you. have you,
3: girl. Thank you Thank you well,
0: Yes, Yes. Yes.
1: Yes
0: yes and you brought a friend i did because yes, that's what black folks do i do yes. when you got a cookout you gotta bring <laughs> you gotta bring your friend to the table <laughs> because they need to understand how crazy how just how crazy your family is
2: okay you don't it depends your, on your friend okay
0: you bring your black friend
2: you do some people bring you
0: you bring, <laughs> you, bring good, you bring your good black friend yeah one that knows how to carry themselves mm-hmm. the one that's not gonna eat up you know eat the food that don't nobody want to touch and the one that's not going to finish the food that everybody wants to touch before the people that actually belong there eat it. I mean, I did want to finish it. I just held myself back. Because you, listen. (laughs) I thought about it a couple times, but I was like, maybe let me just. Okay, so go ahead and introduce yourself i know you haven't i know you haven't heard the show so like you haven't heard this sh- the sh- i haven't all right so this is going to be really interesting for you to hear it live and like living color so go tell us a little bit about yourself because folks know sharina they don't know you they don't no, know
4: they don't know me so my name is Zapornyakangi. Kangi. i am originally from kenya right now i'm in management consulting and i'm working in joburg and lagos
0: She's what a that a means is she has a real job. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> She's <laughs> extremely <adult>.
0: cultured, <laughs> with a real job, and well, the rest of us—well, the majority of us—are just American as shit with these creative jobs, well, trying to. What,
1: what? What? What's well? No, no. I, what I was gonna say is that your parents are probably really proud that you have.
0: Yeah, a real that's job.
4: what I thought too. <laughs> Hell no, my parents well. don't understand what I do up until now. But they're kind of. So I mean, in undergrad, I did engineering, and they were like. You know, African yes, parents yes, so yes, were yes, like, yes. yep, yes. that's something we <laughs> recognize. That's a proper job. <laughs> you're going to do it. And then I turned around and I was like, mm, actually, I'm <laughs> going to go into management consulting. And my parents, they don't know what that is. My mom's a teacher. My dad's an actuary. So he's like in business. But the whole consulting space, he's just like, so you don't actually sell a product, you sell your thoughts. <laughs> So you just come tell us what you think we should do to fix a problem and we pay you for this. And I'm like, yes,
0: that yeah. is accurate. Yeah. That's literally the best definition I've ever heard. I think on shaky heard.
4: grounds right now. I'm going to have to throw in like a post grad <laughs> for them to be like, OK, yeah. we recognize you again. Oh, OK.
0: Yeah. okay. <laughs> well, welcome. welcome. Well, we've
2: hit international audience. So yeah. I'm excited about that. Right. <laughs> this is
0: going to be good. You have to play this for all your peoples in Joburg. If and maybe send it to your cousins that are I'm still in it. I'm like, guys,
4: Kenya. you know I have friends back in Joburg who have podcasts, and I've never been invited. And mm. I come here. Yes, yeah. I come shame. here on vacation, and straight away <laughs> I'm on a podcast. Look at that! I'm yes. going back to shame everyone. Yes. yes. Like, yes. You all doubted me. <laughs> but look at me cracking jokes <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> look at the people laugh. to me now. This <laughs> could have been me on
0: your <laughs> podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh, I love it.
0: man. So just like I said... We're going to have a really good show because we are, <laughs> <laughs> like, I know I said we're not shit on our show, but, like, y'all are equally not shit in the most, like, shitful way. Like, I just really appreciate the humor and, like, the smarts, so I'm excited for our conversation. Um, Actually, I wanted to point out something to Karina and Simeon. We haven't been doing listener uh, feedback in a while. Have either of you checked our iTunes?
2: Are we outing us right now?
0: (laughs) I am. I am. I definitely am.
2: On the topic of
1: Uh, Well, In my my defense, I have an Android, so I don't really use
2: iTunes. Oh. Of course.
3: Just leaving you out to dry, Karina. (laughs) You know what? Well, you have
2: to be honest in your truth, and yeah, no, I have not. Okay, <laughs> well, I'm not gonna checked, even fake it. Have
0: you checked our feedback on Android to see if we had any on uh, Stitcher
1: I looked or SoundCloud? On SoundCloud the other day? I, didn't, I don't think I saw any.
0: Well, we have feedback on iTunes, guys, with people that say? we've actually never acknowledged. Oh and oh, speaking no. of ain't shit we are absolutely <laughs> ain't shit for that so i feel like the next show i won't go ahead and read it all off now for the next show we should probably pat ourselves on the back for the feedback that we received we have people that like listening to the show guys and they've never been acknowledged
2: oh well with this new I, I how well you have to show me how i can see this because with this new on podcast itunes app, i can't see it what
0: Oh yeah, I can't couldn't see it on there. I was on desktop earlier. Okay, you know, just trying to, cause you know, I like to check our stats, see where we're getting listeners from. You know, push the show, try to make the hey, show better. Hey, 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 hey. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> so next episode, we're definitely gonna give shout outs to everybody that's given us a shout out. We thank you for your feed feedback. We thank you for your ratings because that means something. Since nobody knows how the hell to qu- quantify podcasts yet. Um, so, any feedback and star rating on any of our platforms is so necessary, needed, and we're grateful. Amen. 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 Um, I
2: can only look at that through the Mac. Like, I can not only look at the reviews. I can't do it through the PC. Also, I like
0: how Simeon said he can't see it because he only has an yeah. Android, but I'm using his Mac right now. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> anything? Just Nothing? leaving That's you that? out to dry, okay. Simeon. <laughs> okay. You knew she was gonna find it. Like. I was. I was <laughs> gonna I mean, figure it, was it out.
1: out of time. I was just deflecting. Yeah, it's fine. It's okay. Um,
0: with <laughs> that being said, we should. Speaking of ain't shit, we should probably go ahead and start off with dope shit and end ain't shit. Then. But
2: I, you know what, you just went to Panorama.
0: I did to go to see Panorama.
2: The Janet Jackson. I did, and I wanted to hear your thoughts because I saw her at Essence.
0: So, do we want to start dope shit ain't shit off with Let's just an ode to Janet Jackson? Go ahead. Has anyone else ever seen Janet Jackson live?
1: Um, I'm gonna say no. Nope, no, no.
2: Nope. Okay. Well, you uh, need This was my you know, second time. Actually, I think I have seen her live. Okay. Which 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 concert? I think
1: I saw her like fifth.
2: Is it the Velvet Robe? Uh,
1: no. This was probably like around 2002,
0: 2003. You said Demita Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh
1: uh, yeah, it was around her. Okay.
0: Okay. This is my second time seeing Janet Jackson, and I'll just keep it short. I stand.
2: What was Yay. your first time? What my was first time,
0: time was the last the last tour she did
2: okay
0: um that she ended up canceling because she was like "Ah, i think i want to get married and have a baby and i'm like "Ah, that means i got till i'm 45 to decide to get married and have a baby i'm straight
2: but you got billionaire money i have time (laughs) i have nothing but time that's real i have nothing but time
0: to know my worth and get better okay
2: (laughs) oh state of the union i I digress state of the union
0: so yeah no (laughs) i stand for Janet jackson like she's lit I mean, you know, like she's really just out here dancing her ass off. Like she's twenty two. I'm thirty and I don't dance like I'm twenty two. Um, not without about to like die. So I obviously had a great time. I screamed like it was Michael. Like it was great. Did you do the time.
2: did she do the Joe Jackson? So at Essence she did like she talked no, about it, her father and then they did it together that again. Was like, Did they do that for yours? She
0: didn't talk about her dad I because I mean at this point it's like two months l- later.
2: But still, you but know, yeah. it was a nice story. It
0: was nice. Yeah, I had a good time. That's awesome. I had a good
2: time.
0: Yeah. That's how we should always start off. <laughs> dope an an Shit Ain't Shit. oh ode to somebody. Next week, we we'll do Beyonce. Um, I think we might actually do Beyonce later. But you want to s- kick off Dope Shit Ain't Shit?
2: Sure. Okay. So this is a piggyback from, I think you had this as Dope Shit, or you mentioned this book. Mm-hmm. It's the... Year of Yes, um, did I get that right? Yeah, Yeah, that's right. By uh, Shonda Rhimes. Mm -hmm. And it was a very eye-opening. I'm almost done with the book, and I'm liking the last chapters more than the beginning, to be completely honest, but I really relate to her in terms of, like, putting yourself out there. There's one story that she has where a friend asked her for a lot of money and, like, she was explaining how she has a hard time saying no, and I'm like, wow, like Shonda Rhimes boss out here being very vulnerable, and that's something I relate to. I just I'm learning a lot. I'm loving it, and I think it's a good book. It was a, good re- recommendation. a it great recommendation.
0: It was book. a good read. D- have you have you either of you read it yet?
2: You no. Put it on if you haven't read like the whole saying thing,
3: yes, a whole bunch, so I don't
0: necessarily <laughs> feel like it would be. So, you know i will say on that brand for fair. me personally that is very fair i so think you know I, mean? I think from what i took from it and i think a lot of people take different things from the book yeah but what i got from the book is less about like saying yes always and more about taking hold of opportunity and like recognizing opportunity and how sometimes you can like because you're stuck in your head or your habits, you can completely miss opportunities to grow and be a millionaire so that you too can have babies at 45. (laughs) Shout out to all of these bad women out here getting their life in their 40s and 50s with their young men. Um, I digress. The point is, (laughs) if you don't say yes to the opportunities that come your way you don't know she her point is you don't know how far life right. can take you okay um, so that's fair enough. And, and she's funny so like she yeah. doesn't say oh, it serious like that really? she kinda, her banter in the book is a oh. lot like what we're she's yeah. very vulnerable i am yeah. she's vulnerable but she's also it's kind of weirdly surprising
3: that she's really funny. funny i don't know why
1: i would say do the audiobook i did it
3: oh okay she reads it herself yeah
1: so, it's, it's, it's a good read
3: okay
2: if you can i feel sold you You
3: know what i like saying yes to scary things and things i've never tried so if it's like reinforcing that it really is but
2: she'll get something different from the book like it depends what chapters what speaks to you that she says yeah because i read it as you know understanding your boundaries and you know Mm -hmm. even when you're that successful you have to be aware and cognizant of that yeah and so i'm like you know what like she's popping out here and she still is growing as a person i don't know i for some reason i feel like once you've made it like oprah levels is like you have self-actualization i don't know why i think that but i do but i have
0: self-actualizations every day when (laughs) i sit on the train and i realize bitch you're still here in new york and you really don't need to be you really need you need bigger dreams (laughs) Well, like the waiting? suburbs. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Back to Shondra <laughs> But I, but like I always feel like you you're at the top. Do you actually still grow? And that really spoke to me that like you're always evolving as a person. I love that. And I'm, I'm still reading it's Grown that.
0: Woman advice. She gets big
2: grown woman draws on. For real. Huh.
0: Yeah. A big bra. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who's who to next? look forward to things for to those, look forward to for those of us with less bra. Yeah. It's fine. It's <laughs> overrated sometimes. But in her case, it's it's healthy. It makes sense.
2: What? <laughs> what? All right. Oh,
0: I knew what I was trying to say. It's totally fine.
2: It.
1: You oh, get- you're talking to me. Okay. <laughs> um, my dope shit is Beyonce on the cover of Vogue, the September issue. Um, and I guess it's a dual dope shit. One... Um, she chose, I guess she was the editor-in-chief, or, or like the guest editor for this.
0: Go ahead, Kinda friend. Lying. Go ahead, <laughs> friend. <laughs> I don't like to look at you, because I'm like,
1: <laughs> go ahead. Uh, yes. So because she was the guest editor, she was able to choose the photographer that shot the cover, and she chose a uh, black photographer, Tyler Mitchell, who's 23, and I guess Vogue has been around for like 100 and something years. He's the first black photographer to be on the cover of Vogue. Um, so that's one piece of the dope shit is that she was she gave somebody an opportunity. Uh, the other part of the dope shit is that she talked about diversity and inclusion or diversity in the article. And hold on, let me see. I'm actually just reading because I don't want to misquote. Uh, her, but the what did she say? So she said, if powerful, pe- if people in powerful positions continue to hire and cast only people who look like them, sound like them, come from the same neighborhoods they grew up in, they will never have a greater understanding of experiences different from their own. They will hire the same models, curate the same art, cast the same actors over and over again, and we will all lose. The beauty of social media is it's completely democratic. Um, I thought that was dope because that's why we started this podcast is to hit on. That right there to speak to speak to power and basically tell them to stop the fuckery and be more inclusive and high and more diverse So shout out to her for talking about that and the pictures are cool.
2: I mean, it's the September issue It's the biggest issue for vote for the biggest month in the year, right? like That is a truly amazing thing. Even as a photographer at 23, they're like, "I shot, you know, the September issue of this of 2018."
0: Everyone literally misses the point that she wanted the freaking September issue because it's our birthday. It is our (laughs) birthday. (laughs) Literally, this is why she did it. (laughs) (laughs) Duh.
1: Sure. Face, but she didn't turn to me. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, I could, yeah, okay. No, it <laughs> what do you know? There's you couldn't sh- even find the quote! <laughs> <Okay>. Oh <laughs> my gosh.
0: <Okay.
1: laughs>
2: it is I mean,
0: the September issue, it is the, it is the month of all Virgos, like, yes, the most that, important Virgos. Yes, that,
2: that too, and that is <laughs> the most important. Most Virgos? important issue most in important fashion, Virgos. <laughs> like, most important issue in fashion. Everybody tr- everyone mm. dies to be in, exactly. just in, the September issue of Vogue. Mm-hmm. This kid has a feature. His mm-hmm. work is there. No one can ever take that away from him. I and it's beautifully shot.
0: I also feel like there. what what I haven't heard people talking about is the power of the inclusion writer again. And this is something that like we brought up a while back when it was the Oscars, so I guess oh. it was wintertime um but when you source talent for whether it's publication or for a show or for an event they literally tell you what you have to do or how you need to adjust yourselves or package yourself accordingly so that they will actually come and be a part of whatever it is you're trying to sell so when the headlines came out that anna wintour gave beyonce total creative control of the cover of vogue when you give away your rings like that, that means it's contractual. She negotiated that. So using your contract and using your agreements, not just so that you win, but to make sure that you're able to pull other people in is huge. So it's great, yes. It's, it's the most important, it's probably the largest fashion week um, in the world in September. September is getting back to school. We're now transitioning to colder weather. The fashions are going to be amazing. It's a beyonce. She's coming off of maternity leave, and she's in the middle of this um, amazing uh, tour. But on the business side, what that actually does for her as an entrepreneur as a as a lady boss, as an icon for Women in business and diversity and inclusion. Like, I don't even think she needed to speak to that. I felt like the fact that that's what she negotiated and that's what she was able to get them to sign on to on paper is more important than like the glamour of Vogue and the glamour of having her have a full spread and the cover.
2: I think, I mean, the fact that it's Anna Wintour, because Anna Wintour ain't no punk, like, she (laughs) that has to be a heavy negotiation to happen because yeah. you can't even negotiate Ritz crackers from anyone.
1: <laughs> really, do you think it was that heavy, though? Because it's Beyonce. Right. And she, also I mean, she, also so to, she also agreed to talk, which well, is something that she hasn't done in
3: right. a minute. Right. And she's proved herself time and time again. Like nice. she is somebody who can make a thing and make it successful and make it beautiful and make it conceptual. And like Bachella, lemonade, like in the last few years, Beyonce as like an artist has really like blossomed and she has like right. completely controlled every element of the thing of the, of her like creative output. And it's been fantastic. So, mm-hmm. I mean, like I agree with you. I don't necessarily think that it's like a stretch.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, just kind of piggybacking off of that, it's just that. Well, the, the way that I looked at it is that she chose that moment where all eyes on her to be inclusive, to to use her social equity to bring in this new artist. So, like to me, that's like everybody talks about diversity and inclusion about all the good fuzzy feelings that Mm -hmm. it gives but Mm -hmm. like at the end of the day like let's talk about creating opportunities for people to make money and Mm -hmm. to me that's what she did where she could have chosen I don't know who else is a famous photographer to come and shoot it and get press off of that but she chose to bring in somebody who was up and coming and make sure that that person got paid to do the work that we all say that we want people to do
3: Mm. shout out to Beyonce for fostering young black talent
1: and helping them get paid. Right. Checks. Money. We're here for checks. Money. Dollars.
3: All the dough.
1: Cash money.
2: <laughs> for the 99 and the 2000s. Duck-ins. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Primarily for the 99 yeah. nine
0: and the 2000s. Just so we're clear. Just so we're clear. All right. So, yeah. Shout out to B. Happy birthday to us. It's coming to out. us.
2: <laughs> you look at you. Ready. <laughs> we
0: have the most lit birthday week ever. Like, it's her birthday on the 4th. Mine is on the 6th. Like, I'm
2: not I'm a, I'm a hating. We Go share th- Walk this. into it. Walk I, into it. Listen,
0: <laughs> Labor Day is for Virgos, bro. Like, it's always lit. You didn't RSVP to my
2: birthday yet, by the way. You are all about the call out culture day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did. <laughs>
0: You did, and you were the first one that paid, too, friend. You okay. did. Within you did. five minutes. Within five minutes. I, I was shocked and surprised. You just didn't want me to say shit to you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Marina, I just need a yes Gross. or no. You haven't until Wednesday.
3: Staying on these hoes. Oh, my god. Oh, that money. Well,
0: on to On to less uh, exciting news, or maybe it is exciting, depending on how you look at, at it. Um, so for those of you that keep up with politics and for those of you that follow um, all of the all the controversies surrounding the first amendment over the last I guess we can say 24 months now (laughs) um, here's something else to to make you gasp so Alex uh, Jones who is a right, I would call a right winged extremist if you will um, who tends to s- use his social media and podcast platforms to pump um, to pump conspiracy racist conspiracy theories into the uh, publication ether, um, mm-hmm. which has been very harmful to many causes, not just that of uh, the advancement of people of color color, but also to the fight against. Um, the NRA and basically their need to to their requirement to make money by taking lives which is how I view the NRA Um, essentially long story short most recently um, he has been responsible or his rhetoric has been responsible for um, the families or many families from the Sandy Hook uh, tragedy that occurred what is this five six years ago no? I think you. Yeah, I, I think, think right. it has five to be like years five years ago because I remember thinking, "Oh my God, those kids would have been ten and eleven right now."
2: It's five years ago because I remember where I was working at the
0: time. Okay, so five years ago, Sandy Hook, um, active shooter walks into an elementary school, twenty twenty to thirty babies or little young children, 80s. elementary school aged children, and a couple teachers lost their life. Um, this man, this terrible, terrible piece of shit man, Alex Jones, um, basically went on the record and stated th- harmful things like, you know, this actually is a hoax. It didn't happen. These parents that are on TV crying about children are actually paid actors. Don't believe it. This is just the left's uh, attempt at taking away our right to bear arms. I'm going to let y'all sit with that for a little bit. Because when did this happen? five days ago so this is really was it that it happened five days ago or that the lawsuit so i believe that the lawsuit so the parents essentially over over the past five years because of those comments um a lot of multiple people have said this oh he said it and then everybody was like yeah that's right what they were some actors what Listen, so why would crazy. anyone I don't,
3: stage the killing of children? Know,
0: I don't know anybody, I don't know how many of the listeners actually have lost family members and friends to gun violence, whether it be at the hands of um, criminals or it be at the hands of law enforcement. Um, but the one thing you don't want to do is have somebody negate your pain yeah. and the pain of those around you and try to tell you that what you're feeling and what you know isn't real. Right. Yeah. So that's what makes all of this ain't shit. So anyway, um, a few of the families from um, that have experienced hardships and attacks uh, because of his rhetoric that he pushes forth on his podcast and social media channels have um, essentially sued him for defamation which is interesting because we're going to actually get into that in our hot topic for the day um, as it relates to Diet Madison Avenue. But they've sued him for defamation, claiming um, that basically their lives have been endangered because he's basically saying that they're actors. One family in particular had to leave Sandy Hook, Massachusetts, where their son is buried, Mm -hmm. and move hundreds of miles away, away because they actually had stalkers and numerous threats on their lives by numerous people that they've had to get restraining orders against and sent to jail. Mm -hmm. And these people have admitted to being avid listeners of this man's uh, work. So recently, that's the ancient side, right? Quick question
4: on that. Oh, sure. Were these people who were stalking and harassing, were Mm -hmm. they members of that community before the shooting happened?
0: I don't know. I did not read
1: that. Okay. I do so you're have you're the. You're asking logical questions.
4: Cause I'm just like, if there were kids in this house, yeah. and now there are no kids in this house, right. are you really gonna be like, no? But you're acting. Like, where did where did the child go?
0: I have no idea. But they apparently they had they did have to move five times before they decided yeah. to leave the state. So, it just so I'm gonna assume that it was people from the state at the very least, which is why they decided it is better for them to leave their home. Where they can at least go to visit the the gravesite of their of their baby, to go somewhere else to be more safe for themselves.
2: I think what you're talking about is I think I pulled up a quote from her. So each time that they have moved, online fabulous stalking the family have published their whereabouts. Mm. So that's how they find and where New the New New they Times move. Article? This is the Independent.
0: Oh, Okay, that's a different one. So. With that being said, now that the, that these families have brought his actions to court, oh, the other one was from um, was it the Parkland shooter? He actually identified a man that had never been to Florida <laughs> as the shooter and basically blamed that man. So instead of the actual yeah. shoot like it was just it's just a lot. Like he literally was just pulling shit out of his ass. So with that being said, in the last few days, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, and Facebook have taken action against removing his rhetoric and his content from their platforms. Not 100%, because I think the for-purchase pieces are still there, like his app. Okay. But as far as having the content available for people to search, <laughs> listen.
2: What's his app about? What Everybody has an app. <laughs> if, you, listen, if you
0: have content, you can have an app. So they can't stop you from selling your app, but they can stop you from publishing your content to their platform. So therefore, you go to YouTube, you can't find his shit right now. You go to Facebook, you can't find his shit right now, etc., etc. And what they're claiming is that they've done this in an effort to align themselves with their um, non-hate speech clauses mm-hmm. in their terms and conditions, stating that he's violated those clauses. Um, obviously, Being biased, I'm like, that's great. That does scare me, though, for situations like our own. And we're going to get into this with Diane Madison Avenue. Because while I recognize 100% that everything that he is saying is problematic and everything that he says is harmful, to a large majority of people and this goes beyond color and gender. He's now just attacking people for the fuck of it. He had the only person he fucks with these days is Donald Trump. That's his favorite guest on his show. Literally. Everybody else if you're an enemy of him, the f- the enemy, you know, that's 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 my f- my friend's enemy then you're my enemy too type of shit. Mm. Um what it does is it puts people like us who actually do have strong feelings about Negativity that we experience in the world as it relates to to race, as it relates to gender, as it relates to experiences that we have had that may make us feel very strongly in a negative way, it puts us in the uh, crosshairs of potentially having our content fucked with, citing it as hate speech. So this culture that we live in right now is actually... Extremely scary because once you start to mess with freedom of speech and what that actually means to speak freely and to uh, and to express yourself um, under the protection of the Constitution, once we don't have that anymore, I worry that no, that everyone is going to be silenced or everyone that doesn't have pull through money or through political alignment may not necessarily have the opportunity to speak as freely as the Constitution had once um, given us freedom to. Mm-hmm. So for me, the whole thing is ain't shit, even though I truly feel that this man just, like I wish him years of diarrhea. <laughs> like I feel like, cause you know what, cause you know you get like cramps during diarrhea, like there's a lot, you get heartburn sometimes if you yeah, depth up explosive too much. Diarrhea. like <laughs> Like, no, like, that
3: is I don't actually even think, my favorite now. You have completely replaced him. I don't want to wish, people, like I thumb, wish yes. people, I don't even want to wish people,
0: I don't want to wish people death because fantastic. that's so finite that that's you'll so, never have to deal with it. That is so, I so much wish better than I hope your that kids would never. make you wish that you would just end it all. And I don't know the last time you've had diarrhea, but the last oh. time I had diarrhea, I wished that it would all just be over with. Like, is I want him to have that bad diarrhea. Cause he deserves it and that his breath smells like it and like no that thumbs. kind of shit and, and, no no thumbs. Thumbs.
3: and no thumbs and no, no thumbs no thumbs no thumbs so he That's can't even so... wipe right. right wow wow <laughs> This is replaced those. I hope your kids those never learn to read is the like most
0: damning mm. no thing. They don't need to read. I've <laughs> seen Floyd Maywe- Mayweather. He's out here doing He's just fine. True. <laughs> true, true, true. Just fine. Okay, so, that's yeah, fair. So All right. Diarrhea
3: with no thumbs. Got it. Yeah, that that will yeah. be my, my next curse. Mm-hmm. Okay. And sweet.
0: Knees. I'm into yeah, it. So that's that's my ain't shit. It actually gives me a lot of pause. Um, do you ladies wow. have anything you'd like to share or? Have we covered all of the topics and <laughs> news today?
3: I think the only dope shit that I currently have is um, Kevin Kwan's Crazy Rich Asians, which I've been consuming very nice. heavily and uh, enjoying thoroughly and really excited for it. And I like supporting uh, authors of color. So I don't tend to read as much uh, Asian literature, admittedly. So it's been nice. I d- I, you know, no, I've that's been it's true. Straight up honest. Love my African American authors, Caribbean authors, and African authors. Don't actually read as much Asian authors, so it's cool. I'm into it. Looking forward to the movie, maybe. You said
1: maybe, maybe. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna go see that movie. Mm,
3: I still kind of want to see it because again, I just want to like support people of color, but like. I don't know if I'm necessarily going to come out and do the Black Panther thing that we all thought we were going to have to do, or we were going to be what like, oh my God,
0: it? it was great, even if it wasn't. Right. Like, I might actually you be actually honest. You actually might have a true opinion, <laughs> yeah. which I think it's <laughs> fair. Yeah. I think that's yeah. fair, but, yeah, yeah, but yeah, they yeah. still are being supported financially so that potentially they can use their feedback to make better movies if it's not that great. Mm. So yeah. if you haven't read it, it's good. It is the complete antithesis of the Joy Luck Club these people have money. They do. They have influence. Mm-hmm. They are rich yep. bitches. Yes. Like, legit. So, I'm excited to see it, because I actually liked it. Let me see if it's on Audible. Back in the day. Probably.
4: It's that.
0: been on right Audible. Do you just, like, not read actual books ever? Like,
1: <laughs> just, like, books ever? like um, I stopped reading. <laughs>
0: oh, okay. Reading.
4: Doesn't right. that explain a lot? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: <laughs> 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 it's it's unaudible.
0: I mean, I'm not gonna yuck your yum. That's cool. Like, it's fine. That's All good. Fair. You know. All right. So now for our main event. Amen. So for those mm-hmm. of you that have at least been listening for the last six months, you know that we've talked a couple times about um, what we what we, we felt don't. was an amazing addition into the conversation mm-hmm. of diversity, inclusion, sexual harassment, and just power to the people um mm-hmm. Diet Madison Avenue. Mm-hmm. So recently, uh Ralph Watson, who was the C- former
2: um yeah, former CCO.
0: He was the C- f- he was the CCO mm-hmm. of uh CP&B in Boulder. Um and he was let go from his job um I guess back in February for Basically being outed on Diet Madison Ave as a sexual harasser, predator, creep, whatever, right? I mean, I get it, guy. Nobody nobody wants, likes to be called names. I know I don't. Um, but he lost his job. There were several women that came forward through the app um, saying that he had harassed them or they had witnessed him harassing other women, um, saying that he preyed on young women entering their careers. Um, let me pull up Fishbowl. Um, because fishbowl, fishbowl, Fish be Bowl having will the get tea. Fishbowl in trouble. Fish out here. be having the tea. They do, and they need
2: to watch out it. too. For real, so much
0: mess. They need to watch so out too, mess. because if they're coming for DMA, they're coming for fishbowl too. Anyway, um, yeah, pretty much. Good the point. man lost his job and said, "I will not be conquered." Um, filed a lawsuit back in May. He did. He was like, he said, "Fuck I'm this boy, shit. You not, you not going to just take away my job." That's what he said. You're not. Not
2: <laughs> my job. 20, Twenty-four years. Because I've touched Reputation. a few
0: titties, like. <laughs>
1: allegedly. <laughs> You're not. Allegedly. Allegedly.
0: Listen.
2: Who said? Are you on? <laughs> Listen. I the one that pick doesn't want to get
0: the I, podcast I mean, sued. I, I, <laughs> I'm not picking. I don't want to be censored. <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> he touched a <the> titty. <laughs> more too. like. Or or more.
0: Basically, uh, back in the day, I'm trying to pull up the actual, um, yeah, so Di Madison Avenue published this. Yes. <laughs> the women that you targeted and groomed, in parentheses, like all predators do, comma, because they are young and just starting out their careers. The women that you assumed would stay quiet are stronger than you ever gave them credit for. And their voices have created a timeline going back years, corroborated stories spanning across multiple agencies and even continents. Ralph Watson. So, speaking of call out culture, they called his ass out. Um, and he came back with a lawsuit in May. And last week uh, in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. uh, an appellate, it was an no, it wasn't an appellate judge. One of the, one of, a, a, a judge ruled in favor of, Giving him the opportunity to subpoena Instagram and Facebook, uh, sorry, Instagram, um, and Facebook and G- Google, who are I guess the owners through Alphabet.
2: So it's yeah, it's to Instagram, but because Instagram. No, 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 but
0: you have to you have to Alphabet subpoena owned. like yes, their correct. owners, mm-hmm. right? So, so subpo- they Facebook basically said Instagram, y'all can go ahead and tell Instagram to give you all the receipts. So that you guys can know who said all this shit about you and who the 17 founders of Diet Madison Ave are, so you can get um, your retribution. So many things wrong with this. Um, but also maybe some things right with this. Like, mm-hmm. like, I feel like there's a lot happening right now that we're assuming because it's in favor of in favor or against something that stands for advancement of women and people of color that we just want to label it. But I feel like there are many things that can come of this. Okay. My first issue with outing people um, is that there's no longer a safe space. If you can subpoena Instagram right, to tell you who the people that put your business in these streets are, you can now subpoena Fishbowl. And most of us that work in advertising right. have a Fishbowl account. You yeah, see what I'm saying? Sure, oh, you does. <laughs> sure so, does. So ma- I'll <laughs> say many of us do. Many of us go on Fishbowl to see, like, what what's the tea happening in our agencies. Um, many of us have posted. I have not yet. No, I haven't. I had. I to think was like, about
2: <laughs> <it>. <laughs> "What do you mean, post what?" I haven't
0: posted anything to it, but I definitely have. I do have an account on Fishbowl. Like, I don't care. <laughs> I need to know what the people are saying. <laughs> How am I gonna stay in the know if I don't know what the people are saying? Um, <laughs> it's better than better. And Twitter. that's people scary. Actually, talk about real people stuff. really talk about real stuff because they have the shield of anonymity. Right. What else, uh some other things that could potentially be harmed by giving um the go ahead to subpoena uh social media for to basically out anonymous users. Um that's your your Insta story, your, yeah, your Insta story honesty box thing. What's the reprise of honesty box called? Oh, ask me anything. Th- that feature. Listen. Uh Basically, anything where you thought you were safe before to say what you feel, be d- comment sections, you know what I'm saying, where like you could contribute, yeah. they literally can get your information now. Um, it's setting precedent to do that, and apparently, about a month ago, uh, California also gave the same, um, gave the same go ahead for Yelp users who were posting anonymously, um, about how much they hated restaurants, and now Yelp could basically or yeah restaurants could subpoena Yelp to find out who those users are. Yeah. So basically it ain't safe, it ain't safe, it ain't safe, it ain't safe. It ain't safe for the black or the white girls, right? Shout out to I'm not really Shout out to G Easy and Cardi B.
2: I feel like we're one glitch away when when honesty box happened in
0: I had on
2: some
0: Facebook. Haters. I had some real haters back in the day. Yo. They
2: did not like me, child. Oh,
0: right. Now.
2: First of all, <laughs> you took out this extra-large fan. <laughs> extra-large, hot outside. And I like, is this your shade fan?
0: No, <laughs> the yes, this is my shade fan. It'd be hot. First of all, I need everybody to understand that New York City feels like the inside of a cow's mouth. It is so hot and disgusting outside. It's like it's I. Lovely. You like
2: it? I like it. I mean, it. this is way better than, yep, th- than winter. winter. I'm telling you, no. take your blessing. Th- you. agree. I can, I, can yeah. I can stay yeah. inside. I can
0: stay inside and put on clothes in the winter. There's (laughs) not enough clothes to take off in the summer. Not like summer like this, anyway.
2: Anyway, I feel like we're one glitch away. I always felt this way. You're one glitch away from being outed. I don't trust no Facebook, no fishbowl, none of that. That's
0: fair, but that's also a very old school way of thinking. (laughs)
3: Actually, it's a very current (laughs) way of thinking. That is
0: literally the world we live in. Yeah, like like it's the world we live in is to share. But the idea that you shouldn't share anything and you should keep everything a secret, to me, is what leads to the culture that we have where people think that they can get away with shit because if they have enough money and enough power to gag you, you'll never find out their business. I think that's very different. I I think
2: just the idea, not of shame, like, not, like, just hiding things and holding what you really want to say. It's the fact that you can hide behind an anonymous ass, like, anonymous face and say how you really feel. I don't fully trust that anything is trackable. Mm -hmm. You know, working in tech, anything is trackable. It doesn't matter if you're anonymous or not, there's a way to do it. Now, I want to hear your perspective on the good side of this case, Mm -hmm. where you're saying it may be a blessing that, um, it may be a blessing that we find out who, or maybe share who owns the profile, of diet madison
0: when you trying to find out who said that crazy shit about you that's the blessing. like if it was me i guess i'd want to know who was talking shit so they could see me outside however the problem like to me like there's that right so if there are people like an alex jones out here spreading false rumors um and anonymously that are that are actually uh defaming you then yes you probably want would want to know i have a question
1: and not to sound like fuckboy but um <laughs> oh boy take your time but we we discussed this when Di Madison Avenue dropped mm-hmm. that some people may use it at for evil right so they did yeah we um, did um if it did come out that these women conspired and were lying then how mm-hmm. should we? How, how do we look at this because Absolutely. technically like this is there's two ways to look at it. One is when you start lying, you have to keep lying to dig to try to like dig yourself out of the hole. So right. that's one way to look at it, where this dude is like doubling down into his bullshit because he's just like, nah, you're not gonna fuck with my money. But then there's the other side where tech, like not technically, but there is a small chance that this could have been some gossip girl shit and some people are like you know we don't fuck with him like we want to take him out i'm not saying that's the case right but it's 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 a catch-22 it's a total catch-22 situation because like we're looking at it going on one hand like if it was one of us and somebody was saying something that was you know defaming our character we would go ham trying to like figure out like how to clear our name
0: here's the thing with defamation of character though i do think that there's like a level of influence that plays into if it can actually be counted as defamation or labelle um and social media brings a whole new piece into it because it's kind of like the account itself is not real people the it's not a business actually i'm lying i do believe i remember that they did like incorporate themselves at one point but i don't necessarily know how much influence they have to be considered like dangerous Mm -hmm. like there's levels to this shit when it comes to defamation labelle so
3: they were dangerous enough to get him fired and people believe him enough well believe them enough that they i mean like I think they developed a lot of clout. I don't mm. know how, because their account was awful looking, and I think the real elephant in the room is how <laughs> 17 people in advertising got together, made an Instagram account, and it was so ugly. <laughs> but that's a separate issue. That's for another podcast episode. Because no, truly, fair. my biggest beef with them was just like, why is this so awful? Like, what's Not,
1: feel? Please, please,
3: thank you. Get fair. an art director-designer combo in the room let's get a few copywriters on here why are there so many posts with so much copy let's I'm no but like no, honestly right. like part of it is jokes but like part of the reason why I personally unfollowed them is not because I wasn't into their mission it was just because it was embarrassing oh, like shit. what the <laughs> fuck are you bitches doing <laughs> What awesome. are you doing? Okay. You are speaking to advertising people. You're not speaking to us in a way that you're, you've got a walking target on your back. If you're not going to make it look like it's one of us. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like they came out of nowhere. They had a terrible logo. There everything on their site was ugly. Like it, just speak in the way that. You know, we all understand. Do you know what I mean? I think that if you're going to, and I think, to be honest with you, that's part of the reason why, like, I never bought into them. Because, like, we are people who spend our whole lives telling stories. Do you know what I mean? Like, we tell stories about brands. We build trust with the public about brands. Why did they come across so spammy and so untrustworthy? Like, they told no story. Was it, it that was they came? came awful.
0: W- was it? I guess.
3: And for the record, I'm not saying that people should be sexually harassed or whatever. I'm just saying that the right, account was no. like aesthetically terrible. The copywriting was <laughs> awful. All of it was bad.
1: I, th- I think that's interesting Did it come across
0: untrustworthy though? Well, I don't, a little, it, little bit, yeah. The way that she
1: just described it now, I'm kind of thinking like. A it, little it bit. It came across a little trolly.
3: Yeah, like, like
0: trolley. it Trolling. came across sure. as trolly. Yeah. Okay.
3: They didn't seem like they really understood the platforms with these like ridiculously long diatribes on Instagram stories. It was just like, where do you work? So we Maybe we trolls? should find out who you are. You obviously don't well, know they're what not you're creative doing
2: cuz we've just <laughs> ripped Whoa. their ass apart.
3: <laughs> it's just, Whoa, but no. It was really No, but like that's, seriously, that's, it was just offensive. Like they didn't they didn't tell a good story. They didn't build our trust. They didn't build a brand that was trustworthy. Do you know, know what I mean? I think like the brand that they built was like, "Oh, we're going to call people out." Great. Do it. But call people out. Call it out but make it fashion. God damn it. We work
0: okay. in advertising. Yeah, Sure. I, hear that. I guess Yeah. Okay, I'll say two things. I think that's (laughs) fair. I think that's fair. I think that's a soundbite. Call it out, but make it fashion. No, I I guess I think that is fair to look at it from an aesthetic point of view. I guess a lot the the reason why a lot they had a lot of followers and that a lot of us did pay attention though was because of the content. So if you guys remember from three percent last year, um, Cindy Gallup was like. Literally,
2: awful. Was she was on her. Partners? She was
0: on the on her horse about we need to out these people. Yeah. I'm not saying she has anything to do with Diet Madison Avenue, but I mm-hmm. am saying that that was the piece. The because there was no fear of being found out. For those of us that have experienced sexual harassment in the in the workplace, we knew that there would be no stop. So mm-hmm. there was there did become like this opportunity to actually be heard because as we know HR don't really care um, your boss don't really care so true. the people that are um, that are beholden to these men and women that were dangerous and a part of this sexual harassment culture that continue to do so today didn't care so it was like they gave voice to those that didn't have voices yeah. so anyway, now they're being sued. For those of you that want to know, they do have a GoFundMe. The GoFundMe, um, the goal is a hundred thousand dollars. They do not have that amount. I think it's close to like two thousand dollars. So yeah. if you're Yikes. interested in right, if you are interested Ooh, in donating, make again, sure do advertising, so. fair. Well,
3: I just, I j- <laughs> no, but like honestly, like I know this is kind of jokes, but like I just really have questions. Like I have, I think the thing that they were doing was great. Like I think calling out people in right. the industry this is the right time to do it. They've totally capitalized on the right moment, but I think that the like way that they've gone about it was like really, really, really bizarre. And yeah, just it, not
0: it, advertising at question. all. So it didn't
1: seem well thought out.
0: No. I don't think it, it didn't. I don't think it was. I think I it think was more action than it was yeah, strategy. Right. And I think that's why it worked in the way that it did. I also think that as we've talked about before as a team, like without strategy, if you're not thinking about how to sidestep the shit that's handed your way then you're liable to your you know to fall into a whole bunch of holes but yeah. on the other hand who else was doing anything
1: i mean it, I need- just, it I needed to be done it did but they t- were doing the lord's point. work it's just yeah. not like but back to um mm. i, I have a question but it's going to.
2: If it's about the look and feel of diamonds, No, it's not the look okay. and feel. <laughs> like, it, I, think, I think it goes back Drag to, them. To Drag me, my question is going to divert from that. No, so <laughs>
1: it goes back to her mentioning that they're advertising people and that it's storytelling, but then it's also sh- sh- being strategic. And yeah. I, I don't feel... I mean, if we're if we're going to be talking about this holistically and talking about, you know, people do need to be called out, then when you do call people out, then you need to be strategic about it because... They'll come for you.
2: So, do you think it's going to be held against them, like in the co- in the court? it's going to be held against Dietmass and Ave that they irresponsibly handled their tone and message? Do you think it's going to be against? W- well them? Well,
1: what's going to happen is, if it gets there, they're going to say these people. If I mean, if if they want to, because actually, when they when they started, they said that everybody would they would maintain everyone's anonymous, man- yeah, make sure okay. that everyone stays anonymous. Yep. But I mean, if it comes down to getting sued for a couple million dollars, I'm sure they will snitch, because mm-hmm. they ain't about their life.
2: I just want to know if Watson wins this case. Oh, you want to share your thoughts?
4: No, I just have a question. Mm-hmm. If they snitch, are they snitching on the victims? Because the victims—that's the, the yes. question that I'm not clear. But I'm not clear, the clear about. Who yeah, but they're put it out. So yes. I would think they'd have liable the victims or them because they actually put it out on the platform.
0: I mean. I I think it would be all parties. Yeah. I'm not clear from what I've read. They it didn't it doesn't exactly say they will have to say who uh gave them the information. What we do know is that technically Instagram can or will have to mm-hmm. give away the names of the people that owned the account, their right. IP addresses, attached email addresses, et cetera. Um, and then also that they would if they if they give that information if you have to call these people in obviously the question you're asking them is who, who gave who told you who this told you. and why did you put it out there
2: and then it goes deeper because now it becomes the sexual harassment part of it so mm-hmm. he finds let this is to find who said what and then it comes to the perspective point of view where if how many people came up, came forward? If they have to recount that and what is considered sexual harassment versus not. There's layers. This is just like opening the door, I but mean, this is yeah. layers to it to get to a point saying that he wants to protect his reputation.
1: I mean, but he, I, I think the other thing is like, I'm sure his employer, or wh- who is it?
2: He has no yeah, employer wh- now. No I mean, one but will they, hire they, they
1: investigated when The allegations came out. Right. Clearly, they found something that substantiated the claim. But, like, you still
0: need a scapegoat, right? So, that's that was my point. Like, they can't necessarily fire you for something they read on the internet, but they can fire you for things that they have receipts on internally. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. it's not just that Diet Madison Ave said, "Here's what the fuck happened," so now you gotta go. It's here's what the fuck we saw. It also corroborates with something we know. We now can't say that we stood behind keeping yeah. you because this is now public information. We don't want to be held responsible. Yeah. So letting him go is more of a, I'm not trying to be responsible for the fuckery that's about to transpire, and more about, um or and less about, oh, we were scrolling through online, and so-and-so so said we saw some <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what it sounds like he's trying to prove through this case him and his lawyer are trying to prove through the case
2: what do you what okay so global perspective if he wins this case what does that mean to y'all
1: if he like wins the case is scary oh as fuck it, it's it's scary but then at the same time it's just like
0: it's scary as fuck because, because let's zone. he's also he's also suing his agency right so right. obviously and 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 I know people go through this all the time where it's like wrongful firings, but so you can't go to HR no more neither? Like, again, like where do you go when you are, like you are literally, your livelihood is being harmed? And I guess I get what we're saying, like, oh, the internet shouldn't be that because you're always a click away from being found out. But we also can't go to HR. Like there literally is no safe space for people that feel that they have been oppressed or that they have been taken advantage of or they've been hurt
2: because DTM was supposed to be that safe space. Yeah, right. And now it's proven that it can't protect.
0: <laughs> yeah, so there's no there becomes no safe space for anybody to go. And then on top of that, now it once again makes it acceptable to be a predator. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know how many people actually have been in situations where they've had to defend their themselves from sexual harassment or whatever but if i have to worry about outing myself Hmm. or outing other people as a way to be vindicated There are not enough. I don't believe that there are a lot of people that are actually willing to do that. Also, it does beg the question, should you even worry about being anonymous? Like, do you just have to say fuck it and rip off all the Band-Aids? Like, yeah, I said it. Yeah. I I think that's what...
2: I mean, the thing about sexual harassment, when you want to be out, you have to think, fortunately, the implications that when you do out someone, what does that mean for you? And will you ever get vindicated? Like, is like is it even worth it?
0: Yeah. I mean vindication is different for everybody. Like, you can't I say I say this all the time, you can't tell me how hard I can hurt you after you hurt me first. You can't tell me how hard to hit you back after you hit me. Mm-hmm. So like my vindication might be different than yours, but the real shit is sometimes you really just want people to know that they've wronged you. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't matter if they go to jail. Sometimes yeah. The public embarrassment is good enough. Yeah. The shame is good enough. Mm
3: -hmm. I I just... Oh, sorry. Okay. What I was going to say was that, like, I totally understand what you're saying about, like, oh, well, then who do we go to? I think, essentially, what you're sort of saying is that these systems have to be dismantled. And in this case, this system is misogyny. And in order for a system to be dismantled, someone's kind of going to have to take an L. You know what I mean mm. like if you look at all of the like big movements throughout time like those like massive cultural shifts and or even things like um the civil rights movement someone like uh Pretty much all of the civil rights leaders, including Martin Luther King, had to stand up and be like, This is my black ass face. Mm-hmm. This is my name. It's p- going to be printed in all the papers. And yes, you do run the risk of assassination, literally, in mm-hmm. his case. That is what happened. But that's what forces change. No movement has ever started anonymously. The closest we ever got was Black Lives Matter, and we know who they are. So we can't, you can't do social movements like, you you essentially I don't can't do them, them agree anonymously with that
0: part you with like the an, like the anonymity of it i think yeah i think what happens is they all start anonymously they all start with nobody really knowing or caring right and what happens is what happens is in order to keep control in order to maintain control yeah. whatever established uh whatever established organization or platform or whatever literally has to single people out. So this is why, for me, Diane Madison, Ave, to your point, well, somebody has to be the scapegoat. And yeah. I always say that they have to find a scapegoat because they can't, s- even with Black Lives Matter, mm. they couldn't say everybody in America believes this. They actually had to find people. They had to find, yeah. what is it, the pariah? Is that what they call it? They have to find somebody to blame and somebody to attach to it because they have to create a martyr. I think with dismantling systems systems don't get dismantled they just get forgotten about literally like like yeah you know we can't recreate we can't break advertising down and build it back up no something new has to happen yeah and blow the fuck up that everybody wants to run to, and they forgot about that little bitch over there called advertising. Right. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So like yeah. for me, it's a little, it's a little different. But like, I, s- I definitely see what you're saying. Yeah, somebody is going to have to burn.
3: Yeah, someone's gonna have to take the L. Someone's name is gonna have to be attached to it. And I mean, like, even the way that the account was run, I kind of feel like if Sue Jackson—no, that's a real person. Can't use that real name. But like, if <laughs> Betty Example sure. had decided to. Be the face of Diet Madison Avenue and like posted. Mm-hmm essentially most of the same content actually m- that content would have looked a-, a little different because like a it would have been attached to a real person that person would have known that they're like liable to be like run after and they would have like maybe been a little smarter maybe gotten an art director maybe like
0: you know like
3: i'm just i'm really seeking some brand guidelines here guys i really do need them so but, what are the specs? I don't, but, I don't like, know really. That. No, but, like, seriously. But yeah. I'm, I'm actually being serious. Really like, true. Because if you're operating under an anonymous banner, y- you can do whatever you want. And you're right in a sense. Yes, that does mean that people can come forward and be their true selves. But it also means that people can be, like, quite reckless. And I don't yes. think that that like n- movements, shouldn't be, yeah, right. like, movements shouldn't be started yeah like movements shouldn't be started through like recklessness like i am completely fine going on the record saying that like i don't think misogyny is a good idea and i hate racism and like if someone wants to come chase me after they listen listened to this podcast for it i've said those things and i will have to stand by those things and i think that like to a certain degree like Diet Madison Avenue, part of the reason why they're facing this problem is because, like, yes, there was beauty in the anonymity, but it was a double edged sword. Like, they weren't able, they just were able to do whatever they wanted, and that didn't actually work out i don't think that's how movements are started and
0: i don't necessarily know if it didn't work out like even with i mean they're being
3: sued and they only have two thousand dollars for legal bills it didn't work out no no no,
0: no. well that's if, but that's if we're <laughs> like, saying but it didn't, but that's it didn't if we're work gauging out success but that's if we're gauging success on them not going to jail like right. yeah. every movement that we t- every revolution that we talk about you literally have your your leaders go to jail your yeah. leaders are sacrificed yes they are martyred they lose their jobs they lose Everything, yeah. everything. There yeah. is not one leader from any revolution that can sit back and say they got Bill Gates money. No, they are usually poor. Yeah. They usually have lost their families. Right. They usually don't have no damn job, can't rub a nickel to, the, to their between their fingers but until they die and well, no, somebody even, makes a movie about it. But even then,
3: like, people support them. So, like, even with this whole, like, oh, they can't find the money for legal fees, I think some of that is because they're anonymous. Because, like, we don't have – I think that I would be a lot more – and I can, like, drag them because right. they're anonymous. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right, 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 I would right, feel right. super bad if Betty Example had, like, poured her heart and soul into this and just ended up with shitty art direction. It's 17 of them I can say whatever the fuck I want and I don't feel bad for that and it works two ways because right. then like they're not able to raise money. Like so an example of uh, an example of things working sort of in this space but not exactly. So I don't know if you guys have ever heard of is it Ladies Get Paid? Yeah, Ladies Get Paid is an organization started by a woman called Claire and the whole thing is about like trying to get women to make more money to close the gender pay gap. Claire is being sued ladies get paid is being sued and they have raised I think like two hundred thousand dollars and they raised it in like four days and I think part of that is because you knew I agree with who that. was behind ladies got paid she put her ass on the line her name is attached to it if you google ladies got paid her face comes up and people want a leader do you know what I mean like we want to feel like we're hanging our hat on someone and I know that I keep bringing it back to the art direction but again, again <laughs> we want but no but like you want to tell a story and i think like right, stories yeah. are told through people they're not told through like anonymous badly branded brands
0: i guess i i just look at it differently because i look at different like revolutionary experiences if you look at the black rights movement if you look at the pro black mu- movement yeah. from the 70s like they had nothing they weren't even organized like there was it was a really shittily organized movement, if yeah. you want to even call it that. Yeah. And I feel like, with that, in the aftermath, after everybody done went to jail because none of like there are still people in jail yeah. from that era because, and yeah. we talked about it when we talked to um, wet paint. When we talked to uh,
2: right when we talked to the Sophia, wet paint Sophia Dawson. Right
0: when we talked to Sophia Dawson, like there's still a whole bunch of them that are in jail and have nothing, like. A few of them just got out of jail like a year ago. Uh, You know what I'm saying? So, like, I see from the privilege that we have working in a creative space is that we should be able to look at things, look at everything as if it were a campaign. The problem I find with campaigns and the problem that I find with Mm -hmm. making sure that everything is uh, done right and polished is that. We lose time. So yeah. I had a huge I had a shit ton of critique for Times Up Advertising and they had great advertising. They had a whole website. They, they had, had a logo. rollout. They had logos. They had all this shit. Problem was all they wanted to do was be safe. And I think that there's a lot of safety yeah. that comes from making sure that it looks right. Yeah. As opposed to getting it done. So to me, from our conversation, there are two ways to approach it. Yeah. I think and think, and I think that that's yeah. fair, and I think that as yeah. we continue with these conversations, like yeah. we'll start to see which if there is a better way, if we need all the ways, if we need a whole bunch of an- an anonymous people yeah. starting shit and trolling, and if we need a whole bunch of people on the front lines right. that are willing to put themselves out there because I think what I don't want to happen, mm-hmm. what I don't want to see happen is that people get scared because of court. People get scared because... The same people that'll give you likes, that likes don't necessarily equal dollars. Right. That views don't equal dollars. Yeah. And I think that's what happens when people's livelihoods are ne- are put on the line. So yeah, no. It's it's to me like this is a very scary thing. It'd be really interesting to see how it um ends up. Yeah. I yeah. don't think this is the end at all. I think no. this is literally no, still the, the beginning. Of yeah. This is, is the so, this is such the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. I don't even think we've gotten to the roots of it no. yet mm. because we don't know how it's going to play out. Like, we he goes to court. Now we get to he- listen to his deposition. What actually is his – if they all do have to go to court and they all do have to testify – what is his account of all of these experiences that these women have come That's forward with? That's what I'm talking about. You know what like, I'm saying? It's like, going
2: to be a battle of like, why well, I didn't think it was this. And that, but another thing is, what if the articles, articles are talking about he wants to protect his reputation and he wants to he, re- rectify it, right? He in wants some a sort scapegoat, of, too. So it's like, did you—I wonder if he realized how big of the problem was—is— you know what I mean? Like you start from one point, but you didn't realize that it's much, much deeper than you really thought.
1: I mean, and that's that's maybe. I mean, he's probably a fuckboy. Like, th- so <laughs> there's there's a best.
0: The, I guess the best case scenario for him is that none of this really happened, and right. it was just a whole bunch of women it was was a mad at him. It was a misunderstanding Or that a whole bunch of women were just mad at him and they submitted oh, it. Worst case scenario is. You're really just a, you're like you're really just this person, yep. and again, you don't feel that anything that you've done is wrong. That it is acceptable if, you know, well, she looked at me this way, so I thought she was with it, so we just went for it. You know, like, <laughs> like no, like but 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 <laughs> these are but these That's are things shit. that, we heard. Yeah. Yeah. Are things that we've heard. These are things that we've experienced. Yeah. Like these are things that I've experienced, as recent as shit a year ago. Yeah. You know, like it. it it's just really it's it's scary because I think it's all of this is really scary for me because it now involves the people mm-hmm. and this is a very attainable problem. Like before, it's like, oh, this only happens at the level of Sir Martin Sorrell and he's so rich and above us that who cares? These are regular ass people. The reason right. they had to hide is because they're probably like us, middle management motherfuckers that are just trying to get some shit done.
1: Well, I mean, I mean, you know what's so
2: interesting about this whole case? is that when we first talked about Diet Madison M, I know for us, we were like, wow, Like they are out here. We did a whole section for them. Then we were we praised it. I'm we not saying that restored. we're not praising it. I still it. am. Well, I'm not saying that we're not praising it. It's just now, like, what, what are you has to say been <laughs> been <laughs> <laughs> we see the realness of putting yourself out there and and being as candid as I think
0: honest. we always saw that. I, mm. I know. I've always
1: seen yeah. that. I mean, but we. we I think we well, did. Well, because see our it. faces are now being no, but, behind but. But again, we, think, we back to, about it. think back. to when we started the podcast. It's that we're saying shit that we know that a lot of people don't feel comfortable saying in public. Right. And so, in a way, we're we're sort of doing the same thing. We're we're you know we're just we're not anonymous. Calling people out the no. way that they were so. Sometimes. Uh, we, be, uh, we have the target on our Sometimes. back, but to me, the, th- the thing that I'm taking away from this situation is one you needed the, r- the reason for needing a diet Madison Avenue is that people don't feel safe going to HR to, um, to talk about the issues at work. And so yeah, diet Madison Avenue needs a strategy or anybody who's calling people out needs a strategy. But in reality, the, the real strategy that, that's needed is for the people who are at work going through the shit. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with the shit at work and advocate for yourself?
0: You can't without having so, some sort of power but that's or infrastructure behind you. The,
1: the, the issue, the, the way that I see it is that, and I, I talked about this before on the show, where if you are going to HR by yourself, you do not have power. The minute that you walk into HR with somebody else, that is when you start having power because it's very easy for Susie to tell you, Hey, rub you on your shoulder. Oh, I'm so sorry this happened. I'm going to investigate. I'm going to look into this. And then you go off, you come back, and Susie's like, Well, we looked into it. We didn't see shit. But when you walk in, you, Kai, Karina, when you walk in together, it changes the conversation so that's completely. also
0: assuming that you have the numbers to even do that. True.
1: Even if even if that other person didn't experience it, I feel like having that Just witness, the, witness. You need to have the support it changes and changes shit. Yeah. And you can't you like you can't expect shit to change if you're walk Because we already know what the shit is. Like we already know what the, we already know some bullshit.
3: Right.
1: HR is there to protect the company. HR is not expecting you to walk in with your homie. Right. But I think
0: I think what all of this kind of shows us, and then I'm going to r- wrap it up. <laughs> I think what all of this shows us, and then it'd be good to get, like, final words from everybody on the situation here, is you definitely need numbers, but you also need to have some sort of larger support. There has to be that big brother support that you can either get from inside your organization or on the outside. Mm-hmm. I think what's happening now within, I guess we're still calling the movements, within these movements that are advocating for true diversity is that they need to find somebody to attack, so they're starting to attack the organizations on the outside. So what that means is for those of us who still, who don't have to hide or who are not afraid to speak up, that we also need to form additional safety nets. For us, that's, this podcast is why we started this, to have our own voice and platform. If you're not trying to start a podcast and kick it with y'all internet cousins that borrowed interest and <laughs> mixed company, then if that means that you need to blog, then that's what you need to do. If that means you need to have happy hours after work and come, come chill moments, do that. Um, but you also have to have receipts because they're totally going yep. to come out. Mm-hmm and check you they're not going to just and they shouldn't like you should never just take any take anybody's for word face for it yeah, but yeah, for Facebook. make sure that you have real re- for real for real for real receipts mm-hmm. because the, the, to me this means that they are coming for all of us
2: oh yeah
0: the gloves are off the gloves are so far off which could be exciting like whenever the movie <laughs> about all of this whenever the movie about this comes out it's gonna be so great it's gonna be such a, it's gonna be you, a you really be like, good movie I was there when it happened yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, any anybody got final words.
1: I mean, I think I, I think solutions it. for me is one, and I've said this before on, on the podcast, look at the recording laws in your state. Hopefully it's a one party consent. Speaking
0: of creeps and anonymity.
1: I mean, because I, I just truly believe that <laughs> at the end of the day, whoever is part of that marginalized group, they won't believe you unless you Fair. have proof. So whether you record Without their consent, because it's legal in your state, or you bring in somebody else with you into that meeting, you need proof. Like I, that's just where we are. Like if you don't have people, nobody believes you, and that changes the conversation. I can speak to that shit. Where I was at the agency when I spoke to it by myself, no one cared. It was like, oh, we rub you on your shoulder. Oh, Simi I'm so sorry this happened to you. The minute I walked in with three other black people, we were sitting in front of the CCO. Like, Mm -hmm. shit escalates when you come in with people. So, find your tribe if you need to have a black lunch, a girl lunch, whatever the fuck it is. Make sure that you're not keeping this thing to yourself. Like, you don't have to suffer in silence. Like, find the white people who say that they're so down and they want to be allies. Hold them to that shit. Mm -hmm. Like, make them walk into a meeting with you because, yo, give me your equity. Like, because otherwise, shut the fuck up. Like, I just feel like... You need Real. people and you need proof.
4: Yeah, I think I have a, from an outside-looking-in perspective and, and a question that hopefully all of you can answer as you as we wrap up. So what is the... For you, what does good look like coming out of this? Right. What does the changed advertising space look like? And I don't mean to call out... I don't know. We mentioned someone who initially came out and said that y- we need to start talking about sexual harassment and advertising. Um, Cindy. Cindy.
0: Gallop. Oh, Cindy Gallup. right. I'm
4: guessing she's big in advertising. Yes, she is. <laughs> yes, she is. Um, Like, I don't mean to now put her on the spot, but if you're going to come out and say something like that and then sort of these platforms are being created, fine, there was an informal platform that was being done on social media, but then if you're going to encourage this, I would think someone like her needs to set up mm. some sort of forum where, and it doesn't matter which agency it is. If you have some sort of these issues, bring it to us and we will come with you to HR. So S- as you're saying, so she's done.
0: So she definitely has done that. Yeah, yeah. She definitely has set that up. Um, which is great. Like if, when you follow her, if you follow her, she's a serious advocate of tell me I'll fuck this shit up. Mm-hmm. Um, But to your point, to to answer your question, for me, I think good looks different for me because I don't see things stopping, but I I see that people, the culture shifts as people come into the industry and grow within the industry. They're, They're going to want to handle things a different way. There's always going to be bad apples, but it for so long has been acceptable to demean women. Like it is a yeah. part of the culture yeah. to demean women. It is a part of the culture to keep people of color at junior levels. So for me, the good is not a 10 year thing. It's if when I'm old and my kids are, cause I will have children. If I'm old and when my children have jobs, do they look at the issues that I had like, oh, that was so long ago, Mom. Like, that's not even like a thing anymore.
4: See, on the one hand, I hear that. On the other hand, I feel like, and it takes people in power in these different agencies or in these industries to kind of force the change. So I say this because in... um, in So South Africa, of course, we have a history of apartheid. There was segregation, the effects of that is still being felt now. I mean, a party had only ended in 1994. Everyone in this room was born, was alive I remember in actually, I remember this. And in, my industry is not particularly diverse, but what we did is we set up a affinity group for black people and we got buy-in from leadership all the way until the partner team and naturally <laughs> the partner team's all white males But you find that one or two person within the partner team who's willing to back you and every single issue that people of color being are facing is escalated and it's in very public open there's a lot of transparency in the way things are being dealt with so i think it's i mean we're not completely diverse um even in africa but um, it's, blows it's my a fucking start mind. and you feel safe. Still, still,
0: <laughs> dry. still, that's the part that drives me bonkers. Amen. Wherever these <laughs> colonizers were. Even in Africa they can't fill the pipeline. <laughs> I mean,
1: There's that's... <laughs> Amen. When people
0: think it's one country where all black people come from, <laughs> mm-hmm. you can't find a black pipeline. Fine. And, that's and, over. Then over. and it's
4: mm-hmm. stuff like that, conversations like that, where at some stage, this group, and it takes a certain level of... of I guess, courage in saying, starts so having this conversation. So it within my company, they were saying that they have a target of 50-50 um, representation. And we went back to them and were like, okay, so then what's your date? And they didn't have a date. And we're like, that's not a target. Like, that's ju- it's just not a target. You have a dream. Yeah. We all have dreams. That's not a target. Until you can <laughs> give me a date and tell me we're going to do this by then. And on a quarterly, biannual, annual basis, show me like that you're mm-hmm. actually tracking it. Then it's it's not a target. Mm-hmm. And it took pretty much all of the black people in the office being like, "This doesn't make sense. We're not happy. You're not going to get the best of us. And if anything, we're going to leave." Now it's a little bit different in South Africa because of employment equity. By force, every company in South Africa has to have a certain number of black people. And mm. but just the industry that we're in, if you're not acquiring top talent you're kind of a joke because you're so your only your reputation is is what you're selling yourself on right because also a lot of our work is anonymous so it's just if you're losing all of your black talent and also it comes to a stage where in Africa where you can't even find black talent apparently (laughs) the companies that you're working with also have to push for it because I know with our company they've gone into a meeting with the CEO and the CEO has been like, really? You've just bought me four European white meals. Like you guys need to change this by the next time I see you In South Africa. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Um, But I think it's a, and it it may not necessarily be an external group, but as you're saying internally, it's about understanding how do we organize ourselves within these affinity groups where Mm -hmm. we may or may not have support from senior leadership But again, if you're bringing four black people into the room, if you're bringing four women into the room, and it doesn't necessarily have to be our experiences too, but I'm standing here, I've witnessed that this conversation has happened, and you've told her you're gonna get back to her in three months, in three months, I also wanna know what happened.
0: Mm
4: -hmm. It's just that accountability. If people feel like someone's watching them, it's that accountability. That's
1: true. And I think the other thing that you hit on too, which, I think in this whole entire conversation around diversity and inclusion and stopping misogyny is having a real explicit goal. And that's what's missing from a lot of these conversations where it's like, oh, we want to be di- more diverse, but what the fuck does that mean? Mm. Yeah. What is that number? What does inclusion look like? W- like articulate what that is because otherwise like we're just, it's just a pipe dream.
0: Yeah, right. true. Anybody else got final words?
2: I've just looked, I'm only thinking about like what the aftermath is going to look like. That's where my head is now cuz we bath. already here. Mm-hmm. Huh? Bloodbath. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's what I'm I'm at. Like we already opened the door. You got to walk through it. We got to go through all this shit. Everything is how far is it going to go to get what everybody wants cuz that's a lawsuit, you know. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm like, yo, what's going to happen after like to your point Kai like are people going to be silenced? Or what does this, what is it going to, what's going to happen now? Mm-hmm. You know, that's where my mind is. I really don't have a solution because as a person of color, as a woman, like, I already don't trust HR. I already don't trust anybody, like, to have my back unless I do have that support. Like, mm-hmm. so it's like, this is either going to solidify my reasoning or on a good note, mean something else.
3: hmm um, just to clear things up, I don't dislike Diet Madison Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know that I've spent yeah, quite yeah. some time
0: you dragging. You just don't like their art direction. Right?
3: You know, like, there's been a fair amount of dragging this episode. Oh, God, Am it's I, been so refreshing. Uh, yeah, their style guide's still looking for it, honestly, but... <laughs> still looking for it? still still looking for it but honestly (laughs) i think these women were doing the lord's work like i really was wholeheartedly behind them found them to be super spammy but still wanted them to win i think that like they while i do question their methods and have just talked about them excessively today i think that like they are they've opened the door you know what i mean like they've been the ones that have they haven't quite put put themselves out there because like they haven't had their names attached to it, but like they've started a thing, you know what I mean? Like now we can look at them and someone or a group of people can come forward, learn the mistakes, learn the mistakes from them, mistakes that Time's Up has made and just kind of like crack it. Do you know what I mean? Cause I think that like these mo- these people and these group of women, groups of women, or if Diet Medicine Avenue includes men, these groups of people Um, are trying new things and like sometimes it just doesn't work out and that's okay that you're just literally laying you're putting inroads in so that other people can come forward and really like push it all the way. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm excited about the future. I think that it's good. I think yes, there will be a bloodbath. There will definitely have to be a sacrificial lamb at some point as with most movements. No one there are going to have to be the people that are put in prison either metaphorically or actually put in prison. There right. are definitely going to have to be people who lose their jobs. That is going to happen. Yep. But the result of that will be that in 5, 10, 15 years down the line, if someone does some weird shit at work everyone will be like disgusted and weirded out and just like they will be banished you know what i mean it's a little bit how like now when i meet someone who smokes i'm like wow people still smoke (laughs) (laughs) that's
0: amazing how old are you We want to make sexual harassment like plastic straws in america Oh, my God, <laughs> I can't believe you, you used plastic straws. Oh so gross. Oh, what kind of person are
3: you? It's terrible for the environment. Mm. Oh, my God. Touching titties is awful. Don't do it. Don't do so that. it'll don't be like that.
0: Plastic straws. Right. Like, don't, don't smoke. Like, right.
3: It all, all the has things, to be terrible. All the ills. So, yeah, I think, you know what? Kudos to them. Like, in need of we'll art see. direction, but overall did a good job and doing the Lord's work and for it. And, uh. All the things that I say, I say out of fluff. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> I stand by. All right.
0: Well, with that said, we obviously have a lot left to see um, uh-huh. as the coming months ensue. Uh, and we're also about to hit conference season. So we got all the recaps Yeah, interested ready. to see how this is addressed um, in larger forums. Um, but you can always catch us talking shit. Uh, on Mixed Company. You can catch us on the social medias at Ask Mixed Company um, or on our website at Mixed, what is it? Mixed, uh, company, Mixed Podcast, company Podcast. Mixed so um, And you probably want, need to check out our sister girls over there at Borrowed Interest. Where can they find you guys, you ladies, so you women? we are on all the things.
3: So we're on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify now. Uh, and probably soundcloud but we don't actually upload that much so don't go there um and then on instagram we are bar- at borrowed underscore interest and on twitter we're at at br underscore INRF.
0: We'll totally like write yeah. that somewhere <laughs> yeah. because I haven't done it in a while. Know.
2: If you follow us, it'll yes. pop up in the related people. It will. It yeah, definitely no, it does. pops up. Yeah, That's no actually fine. So, two yeah. for one. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. right.
0: Well, ladies, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having us. Folks, thank you for listening. I know this was a longer episode that we've done in a while, but it's just good content. So, oh, fuck it. Shit. Listening <laughs> to parts. Listening to parts if you need to. Shit. Um. Yeah, and with that, we will talk to you guys. So, peace out. Later. Bye. Bye.